As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Defining Audacity Radio Show, where we inspire people to live a bold, adventurous, and intentional life using life lists or bucket lists to accomplish that goal. Here is your host, Drew Myers. Howdy, this is the Defining Audacity Radio Show. I'm your host, Drew Myers. A lot of times out of the gate, I say, let's ride. Today I went with Howdy, but a lot of times I say, let's ride. And I probably should have started with that today because our featured artist, is the amazing Daryl Dodd, and he has a brand new album out. It's called Long Hard Ride. And when this episode of the Defining Audacity radio show initially runs, that album would have been out about a week. It's brand stinking new. Well, I got a chance to sit down with Daryl Dodd backstage at the Larry Joe Taylor Music Festival, and I loved the heck out of it. I am so excited about sharing my conversation with Daryl Dodd on this episode of the Defining Audacity radio show. What a good, good dude. He is so cool. And I'll go ahead and tell you, out of the gate, I asked him, do you love life, man? Because it sure seems like it. Always smiling, always laughing. He just has this energy about him that is contagious. And I watched him around some other people at LJT, and they just they just gravitate towards him. And I think it's really, really cool, and I enjoyed getting to know Daryl. And again, I'm excited about sharing that interview with you guys. I also want to talk out of the gate here a little bit about the Larry Joe Taylor Music Festival. When this episode runs, the 29th annual Larry Joe Taylor Country Music Festival will be over. I will have cut the wristbands off my wrist. But it's been a hell of a week for the Defining Audacity radio show, and I wanted to talk through that just a little bit before we jumped into Daryl's interview. Probably the coolest thing that happened at LJT, I took a friend of mine, Dr. Jennifer Cullen. She's my chiropractor who comes on this radio show from time to time to talk about staying healthy, living with intention. On her life list was to go to LJT, and I was able to help her mark that off on Tuesday of the festival, we went out there, we saw Whiskey Myers, and we saw Randy Rogers play. Just a really cool experience for anyone, but especially for someone that has never been out there. And I was so happy to help her mark that off her list. Because, you know, we say all the time on this show, it's fun to make a life list. It's neat to mark stuff off, but it's life-changing when you can help somebody else put their goals, dreams, and aspirations in the spotlight. And I was able to do that for a friend of mine. That was probably the highlight of a week that kicked a lot of tail regardless I did a lot of interviews at LJT besides the Daryl Dodd interview. I interviewed Bree Bagwell again. I lost the audio the first time Bree and I sat down. Love her. Her heart is as good as gold, and she has an item on her life list that is so inspiring. I'm excited about sharing that interview in the upcoming weeks. I also talked to an up-and-coming singer-songwriter named Cole Reisner. He's not a young kid. He's been in the game for a while, but he's starting to trend upward. He won the Larry Joe Taylor songwriting competition, got a chance to sit down with him. And I also got a chance to sit down and have a conversation with the drummer for Flatland Calvary, Jason Albers. This dude has an inspiring story. Jason was born without hands or feet, but he has not let that stop him. And he is the drummer in one of the hottest bands on the Texas scene right now. So those are the actual interviews that I did. And then I set up a bunch of interviews also for the Defining Audacity radio show, including Parker McCollum, Copper Chief, Adrian Johnston, and Ben Hussey. So a lot of cool things happened for the Defining Audacity radio show at LJT. It's four days of get it on for me. Did I have an adult beverage while I was out there? Absolutely. But I didn't get wasted and and just party listening to music. It was straight business when I'm out there. I can't justify going out there for four straight days away from my family if it's not benefiting the good of this radio show. So I would say it was a success. 
I thoroughly enjoyed my time out there, shaking hands, seeing friends, hugging necks, really, really cool experience. Now, wrapped up in the middle of all that, I also did a phone interview this week for next week's show. And I want to go ahead and tease that because this interview was so inspiring. It wasn't a singer-songwriter on the Texas music scene. This was a gold star mom from the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex who lost her son in Afghanistan in 2012. Her name is Phyllis McGeeth, and I got Phyllis on the phone to talk about her story. She recently graduated from college to honor her late son. I was introduced to her story through media outlets out of DFW, and I jumped all over it, reached out to her, and we had a great conversation about her son, Philip. We talked about the hell she went through when she lost her son, Philip, and we also talked about the wonderfully great things that she's doing now to honor her late son, to keep his name alive, his memory alive. It's a fantastic interview, and that is next week on the Defining Audacity radio show. Make sure you tune into that for sure. We'll also highlight the new album from John Young, Relic, on that episode as well. So my interview with Phyllis was wrapped up into this whole LJT week, just to make it a very powerful week. Now, later on in the show, after we do our interview with Daryl Dodd, I'm going to tell you one more story out of LJT. And this story is is pretty unbelievable, to say the least. It's right up there with getting in the rattlesnake pit at the Walnut Springs Rattlesnake Roundup. And it's probably right up there with getting on the back of a bull. It's just a story that's it's kind of hard to believe. But what it exemplifies is the fact that lifeless or bucketless don't tie you down. Don't handcuff you. They do just the opposite. They create opportunities that you didn't even know were there. You just have to be aware of those opportunities and be willing to say yes when those opportunities are presented to you. And I did that at LJT. One of my singer-songwriter friends asked me to do something, something very, very cool, something very, very different, something that nobody else was going to get a chance to do. And I said, hell yes, I want to do that. And I will share that with you guys later on in this episode. This episode of the Defining Audacity radio show is brought to you by Filthy on the Brazos, Phil Hamilton's big two-day festival, July 14th and 15th, just outside of Millsap on the Brazos River. And that's kind of how my interview with Daryl Dodd came about. Daryl will be performing at Filthy on the Brazos, again, July 14th and 15th. I encourage you to go to Facebook and type in Filthy on the Brazos and look up all the details about Phil Hamilton's festival coming up this summer. It's going to be a fantastic time. I am super excited about it. Again, it's Filthy on the Brazos, July 14th and 15th, outside of Millsap on the Brazos River. Two days of Get It On with some amazing artists, Daryl being one, Sarah Hobbs being one, Blake Burrow being another one. Of course, Phil will play as well. So again, thanks to Filthy on the Brazos for supporting the Defining Audacity radio show. All right, we're going to start things with a kickoff song from Mr. Daryl Dodd. This is his current single on the Texas Country Music Charts. She'll Have You Back. It's his former hit, Redone with Roger Krager. And it's off his new album, Long Hard Ride. And that's the premise of the album. It's all of Daryl's hits redone with his friends on the Texas music scene. Really cool concept for an album from a guy who is a legend on the Texas music scene. So I encourage you to check out that album for sure. It is Long Hard Ride by Daryl Dodd. So we're going to kick things off with the current single, from that album. And then we'll jump right into our interview with Daryl. Again, make sure you stay around to the end of the episode when I share my once in a lifetime experience that evolved from the Larry Joe Taylor Music Festival. I'll go ahead and tell you, spoiler alert, it involves Sam Riggs and an airplane. That's all I'm going to say right now. You're listening to the Defining Audacity radio show. This is Mr. Daryl Dodd and Roger Craig are singing, She'll Have You Back. Thanks for tuning in. Let's ride. Once upon a lonely time She swore she'd never let you down You held her tight without a care in mind While she did her running round At first she wouldn't face the truth You loved her too much to let go and though the story had to end You wanna be her fool again Grand, there's something you should know Oh, she'll have you back Back to drinking in no time Back to walking 
Walking on your knees Boy, open up your eyes And see the light Some things just aren't meant to be I understand how she can get to you She's made more than one man blind So try and face the cold hard fact She would gladly have you back Back to drinking in no time It just don't make no sense to me To play a game you'll never Ask me here for my advice You say she wouldn't break you twice Fred, you'd better think again She'll have you back Back to drinking in no time Back to walking on your knees Boy, open up your eyes and see the light Things just aren't meant to be I understand how she can get to you She's made more than one man blind So try and face the cold hard fact She would gladly have you back Like a drinking in no time So try and face the cold hard fact would gladly have you back Back to drinking in no time have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. I'm Courtney Patton, and I couldn't have said it better myself. You're listening to the Defining Audacity radio show. Live on purpose. Joining me now on the Defining Audacity radio show from Larry Joe Taylor Texas Music Festival. We're in a random RV. Yes. <laughs> a random Airstream. <laughs> Mr. Daryl Dodd. Daryl, thank you so much for jumping on the Defining Audacity radio show. You bet, Drew. Appreciate you asking me, and glad to be here. All right, my question out of the gate. I just saw you perform up there with the Coalition. Was that what that was? <laughs> Performance? <laughs> and I've seen you before, Daryl. And my question for you is, do you love life? <laughs> yes. Yes. It's, it's evident, man. Yeah, well, I, you know. Oh, <laughs> that's Larry Joe. <laughs> yes, Larry this Joe is why I love life. I have the greatest <laughs> friends. I have, you know, music's my life. And how could it not be bad? You know, yes, and, uh, you know, I mean... And I love playing music, you know. Obviously, my life is, is what it is. But anytime I'm on stage, I mean, that's the best part of my life. So uh, that's usually where you see me or, you know, you know, so it's, yeah. And the people, you know, the smiles. I mean, how can you not love that? So You're always smiling. You're <laughs> always laughing. You just love what you do, don't you? I do. I always have. I mean, it's it's a gift. And uh, I, I feel like God, you know, put me on this earth to, not just to play music, but I guess to connect, you know. I mean, not to say that's any kind of special thing that I do, but it's, it's evident. I, I, I thrive off of uh, people and their energy, and so doing this is just, there's nothing like it, you know. Yeah, it's a very happy, happy time for me, and um, I grew up in a, a Pentecostal home and music from the church and everything, so it's all real combined with spiritual and, and music are, are the same thing in a way. So there's that going on too. So it's just good all the way around. It's it's the language of the soul. That's what the way they define music. And I'm just uh, I'm living the dream. It's beautiful, and I thank God for it. And uh, I appreciate you saying that because that means I'm doing all right. <laughs> well, there are a lot of people making music. I've been doing this radio show for almost two years now. Mm-hmm. I realize that that a lot. Congratulations, of people do. thanks, man. Yeah, man. A lot of people are making music, but not all, everybody's having as much fun as you. <laughs> <laughs> why Why doesn't everybody get? It? Well, um. You know, I've been doing this a long time, and I'll, I'll have to say when I when I first 
I mean, I remember crawling up underneath my my dad and mom's knee when I was a little kid in the living room. They would play church music and stuff, and it just, uh, like I say, it just. I had three other brothers and sisters and cousins, and they would all go outside and play. I would stay right there, and whatever those music, those notes, and that guitar playing and piano, I just had to sit right there. So I was drawn to it so much. So I came up, you know, through that whole thing, and it was like I say, it was a, it moved me, and so it stuck with me, and and I started making music, and and I've, I've you know, there's a lot of politics, and it is a business. I'll tell you this, I guess I don't think of it as a business. I don't think of it as all that stuff. I misdirect that and I move it away from me. I protect my soul from that too, so much to where it that that would bog me down. My spirit needs to like just almost be like Mr. Magoo. Like I'm up there just playing. I don't think of anything else other than right here in that moment. And I, you know, I keep it that way. I, there may be a lot of things in business that I've missed out on, but I don't think of it like that. I think I'm winning because I'm happy doing what I do after all this time. And you know, for you to say that, obviously. Uh, observing it then that makes me feel good that i'm i'm genuinely still happy doing it is it safe to say you're comfortable in your own skin yes up there on the stage let's make that clear that's that's what <laughs> up yeah up there on stage and around around music you know like uh especially this festival and this like uh, this is actually on 100 you know times 100 as far as the utopia and the feeling the energy of it it's like hallowed ground i call it around here but when I get to a gig and get to the stage and, you know, be around it, then, you know, it's, uh, the energy just takes over and it's like flipping a switch and I just become, you know, on stage is, is my most comfortable place to be. Now, real life and all that stuff, you know, that's the, that's sort of the blessing and curse of it, you know, and, but I've learned to, to handle, you know, the real life reality, but even then I kind of, I just float, man. I just float through it all and I've learned to, you know, like I say, I just let everything go and let God as much as I can, I let God take care of me, and because uh, He wants to, and that's what He said He would do, and uh, all the all the rest of the stuff, I just let go. You know, I've learned to let go. Otherwise, I'd be a basket case because I'm either one way or the other. I mean, this 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 intense happiness can also go way dark. You know, so if you know what I mean. Absolutely. You know, it's funny. I saw you picking for premiums for the first time yeah. last year, and you're up on stage with a handful of other people. And I was, I was just watching you, and I was like, man, this guy's different than everybody else that's up <laughs> wow. on stage. And so I, I really appreciate what you do and kind of your outlook on life. And I knew this interview was going to be good, and I've been trying for a long time to get you on. You don't know that. But <laughs> oh, wow, man, Drew. Well, I'm so glad, and I'm sorry it's taking so no, long. No, it's good, man. You're, you're a busy, busy guy. Uh, just came out with a new album, mm-hmm. Long Hard Ride. Congratulations uh, on thank that. Thank you very much. And that's a lot of your, your favorite songs, a lot of your popular songs. You redid them with some of your artist buddies right? yes it's uh, you know I, I can't even think the right adjectives to say that don't sound you know like awesome amazing all incredible but it is it's a someone brought to my attention that 2016 that it was 20 years since i made my first album which was called one ride in vegas that i made in nashville i of course started playing music well my whole life but like professionally i'd say back in 87 but um you know my first true album i made in 96 uh with sony records sony columbia in nashville and then um yeah, it's all full circle. And then 20 years later, somebody said, that's a that's like a benchmark, you know, 20 years. What do you want to do about that? And I was like, I've always wanted to re-record Memphis and uh, Things Are Fixing and all these songs and put them all just on one CD or one, you know, compilation or digital, whatever. Um, and so I did it. But it, almost immediately when I thought of I'm going to redo all these songs, I thought of like Roger Craig and Randy Rogers and Wade Bowen who, uh, and Kevin Fowler, who I've known for such a long time. And that have sang these songs to me whenever I'm backstage with them or hanging out. You know, Randy Rogers, when I first met him, you know, I stuck my hand out and said, hey, I'm Daryl. He goes, and he started singing Bitter End. So whenever I thought, I'm going to have my friends do it, you know, it wasn't like all 14 people, you know, knew each one of these songs. But I just, it was just a, like I say, I just float and I just felt this. And I did call Randy and, and Kevin and Roger and they said absolutely and then i was here last year actually at larry joe's and we were on an acoustic stage and i was hanging out with radney foster who i met a long time ago and he's a dear friend and we were both kind of talking about new projects coming up and this and that and i said well i'm going to do this i'm doing this uh album of my sort of best of daryl dodd and i'm going to have my friends sing on it and he blurted it out dude can i sing on that's how i got to memphis 
And I was like, you can sing on whatever you want to. You're Rodney Foster. I said, are you kidding? He said, no, I'm in. And so so when he stepped in, that kind of upped the game. And, you know, but, I, you know, Bonnie Bishop, William Clark Green, uh, I can't think of Pat Green, of course. And, uh, I mean, wow, it's just a dream come true. I mean, there's no way Daryl Dodd could pull this together. So it's a God thing. And, and you know, it's forever. We've recorded it. This thing, this this piece of music is forever. It's a time in our history as what I've been told, like this is, like Larry Joe says, this is an important Texas record. And I'm like, wow, that sounds, whoa, you know, yeah. Whoa. What does that mean? He goes, That's well, awesome. man, it's a snapshot in time of all these of of what we do here, and you know, says, and so, I'm like, wow, okay. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Congratulations. Thank you. I I'm elated. That- I'm just, you know, just pinch myself that, you know, and it's just out, you know, since last Friday. And I was so, about to say it's been out 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I did sort of pick this week as a breakout week because i'm here all week and all these people are here and my friends fans and from everywhere and this is you know where you can actually pick up the actual physical cd uh is here and t-shirts we got everything is directed toward uh, long hard ride there's not any other albums or anything just doing this and uh uh yeah i'm just i'm just happy and hearing all these artists that were on this album cody johnson will be here tomorrow um randy of course here tonight and uh Maybe I'll pop up there and we'll sing one of the songs, or I don't know. I'm just hanging out and seeing what happens. But this is—you just exemplified what Larry Joe Taylor is. Just hang out, see what happens. That's exactly right. And uh, I was going to say, not that you asked me, but that that when the idea came together of first like the songs and then the people to sing on it, I needed to think. I wanted to think of what's the actual place I'm going to record this you know I'm real that way I, I mean I, I know a lot of studios and they're all great but there was something that needed to be more earthy more dirt of where it was you know that where it was was where it originated and um, we were in Abilene I was in Abilene with Larry Joe and I was talking about this idea this this was a year and a half ago and uh, or longer and and he said well you know in a couple of months I'm putting a studio out there at Melody Mountain you did it with Serato and Ben here yeah and so I said, Wah! well, I didn't say it. You know, the angels said, ah! and I went, that's where I can begin. So we came out here, and uh, it was, like, not all set up yet, you know. There wasn't all the, the soundproof stuff yet, but we know Ben and Josh, and we're all buddies, and that's the beautiful thing about this whole album, this whole collaboration of a lot of people that we truly respect and love each other uh, that wouldn't happen without that there's not all this signing signature contracts and stuff it's truly relationships and you know that that just doesn't happen so we came here and recorded all the tracks and then we went to another studio over in fort worth fort worth sound to do vocals and and uh and overdubs on some steel guitar and fiddle and some things and but it started right here on as i said hallowed ground and that's where it needed to be because everybody that's on this album plays here we all started here in a way you know in texas and you know and just say that about i, I talk too much but as i'm going on here you haven't you've asked three questions not give me 20 minutes ever <laughs> but but larry joe truly you know there's he's just like that's a gift man that he you know we were playing out here sunday and william clark william clark green was here and he was talking about you know they were uh asking him about um uh, Larry Joe's Fett, Taylor Fest, the uh, music fest. And he said, you know, careers are started here, you know, that that there's people that get here and they play and literally can begin their their journey, you know. It's well, a, I saw you at the uh, songwriter finals. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it was a week and a half ago. Oh, yeah. That Monday. The Monday, yes. When uh, Cole Reisner uh, yeah. won that thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Cole's life changed forever. We, know, we were back thing. there and, of course, yeah, uh, yeah just assessing everything and and then uh yeah he you know him of course and and uh, and, and he's i'm interviewing him here okay for uh so i'm excited about that but that's so cool i saw him and his wife after the show after the he sang and i know he was just you know he's just genuine you know i love souls when you can feel that from up there and people are just who they are that's my favorite you know you know you can do whatever songs or play if you if i believe it and it's in your soul i mean i'm in you know yeah, so absolutely congratulations to him joining me on the defining audacity radio show from larry joe taylor texas music festival mr daryl dodd his friends call him the double d hopefully <laughs> by the end of this interview i'll get that opportunity you are me. yes okay. you're my friend <laughs> all right you look like you look like a dodd by the way I, do I, have a, I have a cousin named danny that you look just like yeah my dad's my handsome dad's fellow. brother oh he's handsome 
Yeah, <laughs> women swimming in women. Right, right. <laughs> All right, so my next question for you, and I've asked a lot of people this question. I think I asked Larry Joe when he came in studio this question. I've asked uh, Wade this question. Hmm. asked Walt Wilkins this question. Hmm. How do you define success, Daryl? Um, and are you successful? So kind of a one Okay, a yeah, this is kind of easy. I mean, I just trying to pick the right word because happiness, sometimes that's defined in a lot of ways. That could be, you know... Uh, a buzz on a, a good beer, you know, <laughs> or but being happy, being truly happy and content in my life, and like I say, I, I'm I, God takes care of me, and so I don't think about things, money, all those things. Of course, they're necessary, but I've just really, you know, just really sold into that, enjoying life and having good friends and and doing this music. I mean, it's 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 a gift as well as I love it so much it was i think like i said i'll tell people i didn't choose music it chose me this wasn't something i decided to do because i wanted to meet girls or you know be famous or make lots of money um all that sort of comes around it but that's how you know i kind of stay blind I, I guess i have blinders on in a way that i stay true to what my soul felt when i was four years old you know and i guess that's what you see you know you're like it's sure, like a child up there you know so so as far as that i'm successful i mean uh you know, as far as uh, having a yacht, you know, or having a place in, you know, the Bahamas or, or whatever is nice, or Stephenville, you know, <laughs> I, I don't have the, <laughs> right, how about that, <laughs> random as I am, but I, uh, you know, I mean, uh, remember the movie Wonderful Life, It's a Wonderful oh, yeah. Life with Jimmy Stewart, and at the end it says, you know, uh, something about a man who has friends is truly rich or something like that, and that's really true, I mean, you know, it's, I, I, I live that that way so anything else is gravy you know having like money of course we have to have money and i'd like to have some things sometimes that's the human part of me like all of us but um i i love what i do love making music and this album is like it's like it's like a legacy right now for i don't know what's going to come next but this is sort of defines whatever comes next yeah i think it's awesome how do you top this right (laughs) you talk about friends you know we're, we're you just performed on the main stage yeah. here at LJT. And so we're walking down here to this random airstream that we're doing this interview <laughs> in. I mean, you probably hug 25 people <laughs> yeah, you know, on, way. on your way over here. And, I mean, it just everybody loves you, man. Oh, man. Well, I love them. And, I, you know, I guess it's just what's inside of us comes out of us. And, right. and, and, I'm, and, I, and I love hearing this because, you know, I know I'm a human and I'm human. And I uh, every day is not incredible. You know, I have – well, I mean, it, it is actually. But how I'm feeling is really what – what I'm doing it's not uh, I, I think feelings and stuff and all that stuff is sort of a we kind of get lost in that you know I mean we can we can be sick and, and feel bad and we really do but I don't like mask I don't I used to but I don't mask that with that's what life is you know it's like cloud you know some days it's cloudy and some days it's sunny it's all the way it is and I tried to learn to just take every you know that every day is wonderful just to wake up and to be here and and if and if I'm not here it's even better because I know where I'm going you know I That's mean right. or I, I mean I know that there's something even better next you know so that's 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 my mentality and that's that's how I, uh, I uh, enjoy and uh, gives me my smile and you got a great smile too Thanks, you got a Dodd smile Thanks. <laughs> all right so now what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you the question that I ask everybody that comes on the defining audacity radio show and I cannot wait to hear what you have to say about this me now, neither. now the conversation is going to go one of two ways okay okay let me set it up for you we inspire people to live on purpose. We want people to stop saying, I'll do it tomorrow. We feel like that's naive and ignorant. There's no guarantees there will be a tomorrow. That's right. We want people to live a bold, adventurous, and intentional life. We want them to put their goals, dreams, and aspirations in the spotlight. So, Daryl Dodd, we ask everybody this question. Do you have a life list or a bucket list? A life list or a bucket list? Um, you know, I actually don't think about... I used to, but I live such in the moment. I've become such a moment person that it's all kind of really caught up to me even when I was little I think the way I am now is the way I live life was probably already always in me but through life and all the challenges and all the things that I've learned to just be like I say I float man through life and I I live in the moment and that's the way things happen for me it's spontaneous not a lot of people around me can handle being that way and but uh, because I don't really plan a lot of things so uh, to say things I'd like to do I mean I'd like to be on stage with Tom Petty maybe once. Okay, there we go. Now we started a life with Daryl Dodd. There it is, number one. I'd like to sing a song with Tom. He's my favorite. You know, I went and saw him the other night at AAC in Dallas. uh, Have you ever met him? I've not ever met him. 
Never have. I mean, I, I know all his music. I've, you know, documentaries. You know, I love documentaries on people. I, I love. It. It's really in depth, and 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 you know, there's some. There are people say you don't want to meet your heroes, you know, but there are some that are there, and that's true about some. But I, I don't even see it that way. Like I may meet somebody I really like and respect, and they may brush me off, or whatever. I don't see that. I'm like, oh, you're great. You know, I got brushed off by Dwight Yoakam. Speaking of, that really did happen, and I do love it. But, um, okay, playing with Tom Petty. Um, I don't That's know. a good I, life list item, by the way. I'd like, uh, you know, yeah, and I'd like to, I don't know, I like, uh, I love the ocean. I love uh, being out on, like, big sailboats where you can, like, sleep in them for, like, a week, you know. Um, I wouldn't say I want to own one, but I want to do a trip really soon on that. So well, you got a yacht or anything? No, not a yacht. But, but I think that's on Larry Joe's life list. Also. Oh, really? Like I mean, like to get a like away out there. I didn't oh, like yeah. listen no, to an interview, but it's something like that. So that's you guys interesting. Can do that together. Well, yeah, and he does a lot of those, a lot of trips. You know, Isla Maharis, and I'm supposed to go in May with him. And and Richard Lee, who's here, was just telling me about how he bought a like a uh, like a vintage. It's it's not made in 1910, but it looks like a 1910 British. Not a schooner, but I can't remember what he called it. But it's a like a twelve foot wide sailboat, and it's got barracks and or you know everything down and underneath. And he's gonna just get on, get have it somewhere, and have his friends come out. And so maybe we'll do it on his boat. There you, you go. Know. That's are you but, only you only said a week. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. Okay, so we got two life list items: play with Tom Petty and <laughs> go on Richard Lee. Get on Richard Lee's nineteen ten schooner for a week. How about that? That's for a list? great life list. If we stop there, that's a great. <laughs> okay, life list. well, we can stop there. You know, we just we just try to encourage people to be to live intentionally. Just yeah. stop for half a second. We feel like everybody's just going, 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 and they don't stop for half a second. What is it I want to do? And we say life list instead of bucket list because mm-hmm. life list can include the little things. Yeah, and we just say, oh, we'll just do that later. We'll just do that later. Yeah. Good story. In just a few minutes, I'm about to go pick up a friend of mine, mm-hmm. and she's never been to LJT. It was on her life oh. list to come to LJT, and I, said, oh, I, can, wow. I can make that happen. I can get you backstage at LJT. So it's, I mean, that's so little, you know. But for some people, it's, it's, it's a big deal. It's, it's on. It's it's the same as being on Richard Lee's uh, boat, you know. But yes, absolutely. That's that's very true. You know, all, everybody's levels are different uh, of what they're, you know, their things to do. And uh, I'm sometimes not a real clever thinker, and I have to soak it in a minute that can bring it back out but as you said that I don't know this is actually even answering your question but what I really want to continue to do or hope that I do regardless of everything that I want to do or something to be nice for me is to continue to to inspire you know to inspire to uh, to touch someone or do something uh, you know to, to connect to uh, you know for any long, anyone along the way because everybody's watching you know you never know and 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 one person can take something like that some that we did and to, and I never want to say Daryl Dodd's this and great and he's all this I'm being used you know it channels through me like all people and uh, to be used to help someone uh, learn a lesson or to to bring them up like hey he's doing that I can do that you know because I've had that all my life you sure. know inspired by people and to me that's the greatest gift is like whether people know it or not watching a TV program or hearing something on the radio or a someone having a conversation or reading a book and it like you evolve in that moment like you go from maybe even being down to being like wow okay this 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 is some life skill stuff that i can add to my tool chest here to help me have more peace of mind because peace of mind to me is the ultimate goal in life and to maintain that is difficult for us but if i can help someone on that journey by being me and uh because lord knows i've I still am inspired. Going to see Tom Petty the other night was, I'll walk out there and, you know, it just gives you energy and you just want to go out and. See, I love that, man, because, yeah. see, we get that from seeing you guys here, you got you know, wow. us being fans. Yeah. And then you guys, Waybone, for example, loves yeah. Bruce Springsteen. Loves oh, yeah. Him. Yeah. It's on his bucket list to meet Bruce Springsteen. Oh, okay. You know, and I just imagine you guys going to. I should have said just meet Tom Petty. Now playing <laughs> playing on his stance. You went show. for it, man. I, like I did. <laughs> you went for it. I just went right around that. But yeah. you guys are just like us, us being Texas country music fans that come out here and we're like, man, that's Randy, that's Wade, that's yeah. Daryl, that's Co. That you know whoever is up there playing. Yeah. Like, so I love that. Yeah. That makes you guys human beings. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Real. Absolutely. You know, and uh, yeah, it's 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 very special. You know, I, I've I've I played for a long time, done a lot of. You know, started out, and like I say, I've never had a plan with it. That's how I know I was chosen for this, because I can look back and see where, you know, there's something that's that's guiding me, 
because I'm not that smart to make the moves I've made. And, and when I make mistakes or, you know, there are no mistakes, actually. That That's all just part of growing. But when I've done, you know, if you look at it like a, like a highway going up, you know, and sometimes we take detours and we're like, we get over there off this rough road, you know, like, well, let's get back on the highway. That's paved. And there's light, you know, <laughs> get, yeah, get back on there. And it's like, okay, you know, and God's up there going, okay, you're back on the road. Okay, here we go. I, I know you're going to exit every now and then because that's just what your nature. But um, I don't know with all that I was saying, just that I, I've learned to look up and learn to really just follow that and all my career and all my stuff I've played went to Nashville played in bands for four or five years where we played seems like 18 sets a night six nights a week and loved it you know it was all like training ground for for all the years I've done this and uh, if you know that teaches you if you love it you're gonna go play all those nights and, and love on people and travel in the van and trailer all over the country and so uh, you know when they, when you get to a place of sort of being I don't want to say the word established I mean but I it's great to be I heard a Merle Haggard interview one time and I'll just say this he said it's good to be Merle Haggard right now you know and I, I'm, I'm thinking I guess he you know because I he's an artist and I get us type people that we're never satisfied you know or we we don't think we're doing good enough you know or but to, to feel content you know and with the with this album actually it's kind of given me a great if nothing else ever happens man that I, you know, I'll say this: I, I did, I did it. You know, so there's my home run. You know, see, we we say lifeless and bucket list. I mean, that that could have been a lifeless item, and you put it on there a year and a half ago. Whenever mm-hmm. you and Larry Joe were yeah. out there talking to Abilene, yeah, you know, and, and and you took steps to start marking it off quickly. Yeah, you know, and yeah. I love how you talk about that. I, mean, I can just see the excitement in your voice. I'm really oh, yeah. excited to see this thing take off for you. I'm excited. I haven't heard it yet. Oh, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to. Well, do you have a CD? To, do you have a Do you have a disc? Of it, I haven't. I haven't okay. Known, I haven't, I haven't. Well, I'll, we'll take care of that well, here in a minute. I love that. Okay. And uh, if you, I don't know if your vehicle vehicle is out here. Of course, digital. You can download it and all sure. that on iTunes. But I want you to have that. And I'm making vinyls too, so we can have the big LPs that, that That's cool. I used to grow up with. I can with. see the excitement in you, and it's, it goes back. Oh, to that, it's that yeah, kid like thing. Excitement. Yeah. And what's great about this? Because I'm not a big Daryl self promoter. I don't really like to. That it's a it's a paradox you know to do this and you're on stage kind of in the limelight and all that sort of thing but i don't like saying hey look at me look at me and what's great about this record is because i love pumping up my friends or pumping up people you know and saying you look good today or man that's great this or that song's great you know and i mean it and to have all these people on this album my friends and they're all wonderful and great talented people this album i can talk about it's easy because i can talk about each song and randy rogers on here and wait William Clark Green and they're amazing you know have you heard that song you've heard in the way he did that note right there or whatever and I'm not talking about me it's like a I, I like a team thing sure I love football I was a big football player growing up in fact that's what I thought I was going to do for my that's what I thought I wanted to do and I got hurt so it bypassed and and I in my senior year in high school and, and music was always there And but I was, I was like you know when I was a kid and you listen to the radio that was like some faraway land where people made music you know I just I had no connection with that, like nobody in my family. I didn't know any, you know, singers, musicians, you know, other, you know, other than local and around. To realize that I went all the way to, you know, how it's gone. I mean, I was in, I was on tour with Garth Brooks, and I did some shows with McGraw and singing all these people's albums. I was in the middle of all of it, you know, like wow, you know. And uh, but um, you know, it was it was guided, and I was I'm blessed and. And uh, so anyway, this album, it's, it's great to talk about other people, and I can do it all day long, you know. Your album, again, Long Hard Ride, been out for 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it exemplifies what we drive home on this show it, for two reasons. One, we talk about relational joy all the time. Relational joy are the treasures that you lay up in heaven, and those mm-hmm. treasures are the people that you impact while you're here on earth. Mm-hmm. You went on this ride with your buddies. Yeah. That love you and love those songs. So... That's part of it. And the other part is, we say all the time on the show, happiness is only real when shared. Mm-hmm. You know? That's exactly right. So, I mean, exactly that album, right. your album kind of exemplifies that. I that's think that's really symbolic cool. Of, I'm glad you brought that up because my brain can only hold so many things and be able to say. <laughs> so that's exact. That's another way of saying it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's shared, you know. And I, like, like I said, the team thing where there's other people involved and I'm not talking about me or my new song or something I wrote and why I wrote it, you know. I mean... It's this is a collaboration and it's relationships and it's it's 
it's interesting that that's what came out now, but that's kind of where it's, I guess it's destiny. It's where it was all going. And to this moment in time, I have this album with, you know, the work I've made, but with all these wonderful people and friends on it with me. It's it's what's inside. It It's what had to happen. It's like more things may come. I don't know. I love my friends. I love people. And here's an album with, to represent all that you just said. You know, happiness is best shared, and I'm truly happy. That's awesome. <laughs> See, you know what's funny? I told you at the beginning of this, I've tried for a long time to get you on this, but both men of faith. Mm-hmm. We weren't supposed to have this interview till right now, till that yeah, album no, came you're out. Right, you're right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So we could talk about this, I mean, just because of what it represents. So right. I, think that's, I think it's awesome that we're doing it. This interview in this random airstream, right? Yeah, yeah, we're in this random airstream. It's really nice. It's so nice. Have, we have the key, and they said don't have a party here, but I don't know what the address is here. But y'all come on down because forget what they said. They got they're food. Gone. They got they're beer. Gone. Yeah, they're gone. They're gone. But no, you're right. Timing's everything. Yeah, you know, that's a whole other thing, you know. And, and I've learned that too. You know, things happen when they're supposed to. I, I really do mean this when I say, you know, we're all human, and we can get tired. And as as big as our faith is, or strong as it is. I can, you know, get in, caught up in my own circumstances, you know, and and getting my own drama of, you know, don't have the this to do that, or I wish I could do. That. But uh, I've learned to live, like I say, in the moment, and things will happen, or they won't. Like if I have I have a thought about something I'd like to do, I'll I'll put it out there, and it'll it'll come to it'll manifest itself, or it won't. And I'm good with either, you know, because that's what's right. supposed to be. And that's a really peaceful way to live. Instead of putting yourself all into something, and it, it, you know, they say the the thing you want the most, that's the most thing you should let go of. I was going to say with uh, this album, even trust me, there were many, I guess you could say, roadblocks or bumps that. And I would, I even, I was proud of myself. I got maybe four months into it, and there was maybe something that maybe wasn't going to happen. And believe me, these artists, if if I told them at any time, like. You said, you know, a few months ago you want to do it and you're going to get to it. And I never, you know, of course, wouldn't pressure them. You know, this was a, a gift they were giving to me. And I always made sure that they knew uh, at this point in time what you agree to may be different. Because I'm an artist, too, and I know the demands and people that want you. I wish they would say it to me this way. Like, hey, if you if it's not good, you know, a week from now or a minute from now, right. then it's not good, you know. And, uh, that's, and I'm fine with it. And I love you no matter what. Uh, I guess I'm just saying that things will work out how they want and timing is everything and to, to just sit back you know the thing about I guess life is and there's there's all these lessons that we all learn and what we want to learn and what we want to say but I feel like uh, you know God's way are, are, are patience and, and like the tortoise and the hare I'm glad I just that just hit my brain <laughs> that's really to wrap it up is you know in fact some there's people on the inside that are friends of mine that do some of my social social media social media and i say all these things and they say that's the turtle way and they call me like that's the turtle way that's daryl died saying you know but yeah people are like run 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 and get it get it done and do this and then conquer and you know this and i'm like you know i'm just like floating along just staying at my pace and uh as fast as the world is now technology and all the things we can do that's a very big point for you for me to say is i you know i still i guess people call it old school or whatever i just I intently stay in my own lane of I have to be slow. If I get too fast, man, I'll lose my I'll lose my, my myself. Because I've done that before. Just stay true to yourself. Yeah. I mean, we talked I, about it out of yeah. the gate. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Daryl Dodd <laughs> at Larry Joe Taylor Country Music Festival. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I got one more thing to say to you, man, and then I'm gonna let you get out of here and get back to your friends and enjoy the hell out of this festival. We asked people if they have a life list or bucket list. We talked about that. If you ever do put a handful of things down on paper. I'd love to see it. Mm. Because what we say is it's fun to make a life list and it's fun to mark stuff off. All right. But it's life-changing when you can help somebody else yeah. mark something off their life list. If yeah. I can help you get on stage with Tom Petty, <laughs> no promises, man, but if I could, that would warm my heart to no end. All right. So now on my list is help Wade meet Bruce Help you meet Tom Petty and help one of the Rankin twins. I can't remember which one. Hug a koala bear. I'll be good, man. <laughs> I'll be great. good. I'll be good. Well, so, I appreciate you and what you do. And, thank you. I appreciate and your it. spirit about yourself and and um, you know um, we wouldn't you know we wouldn't be heard and get our stuff out there if we weren't people that are passionate about wanting to do that. So you help you know you're helping me out and that's and I can tell your spirit is you love doing that. You Absolutely. Know, so you can feel people that it's their job and this and and there's there's the ones that that they really mean it and so thank you oh thank you 
Daryl Dodd, Defining Audacity Radio Show. We'll be right back. I moved to Nashville back in 91. I was hoping for heaven, but I met the devil's son. David Allen Coe was right by the long, hard ride. Hell, you ought to see the little red truck I drive. Well, I refuse to be something I'm not. So I didn't make the music city news a lot But I don't give a damn about all that now Cause some people like the way I sound And things are fixing to get real good And the honky-tonks I'm understood I've been to the school of hard knocks and hardwood And things are fixing to get real good Made a lot of good friends Came from all around, chase women in dreams while searching for a sound. We sank right down the musical tubes, getting lost in the crowd and drinking too much booze. Lord knows I've done a lot of things wrong, but I wrote them all down in my country songs. Sometimes you gotta go to hell and back. Just to know where you're at Oh yeah Things are fixing to get real good Them honky-tonks, you know I'm understood And it's school of hard knocks and hard wood And things are fixing to get real In them honky songs, you know I'm understood. Then it's school of hard knocks and hard work, boy. The things are fixing to get real good. We've all done our dance on sawdust and hardwood, and things are fixing to. Get real good. Are you a musician or a true music lover? Well, there's a new clothing company that supports local musicians and trying to keep country music country. 1950 Clothing Co. 1950 Clothing Co. is inspired by the legendary sounds of classic and outlaw music. Their designs are understated, sincere, and classic, the way country music used to be. To purchase or learn more about 1950 Clothing Co., you can visit them on the web at 1950clothingco.com. Again, that's 1950clothingco.com. A portion of the proceeds of each sale goes to support authentic local country artists. Steering country music back to its roots, one t-shirt at a time. Get busy living or get busy dying. This is Austin Mead. I couldn't have said it better myself. This is the Defining Audacity Radio Show. Welcome back to the Defining Audacity Radio Show. I'm your host, Drew Myers. That last song we heard was Daryl Dodd singing Things Are Fixing to Get Real Good, his smash hit. And he sang that along with Pat Green on his new album, Long Hard Ride. Really, really cool. And we'll have one more song from Daryl later on in the show. And it's one that he mentioned during his interview. It's the lick he did with Rodney Foster, That's How I Got to Memphis. And we'll close the show with that. Really enjoyed my interview with Daryl. Really enjoyed getting to know him on that random Airstream backstage at Larry Joe Taylor Country Music Festival. And I, I should have said this beforehand, But during that interview, right at the beginning of that interview, Larry Joe came and started banging on that trailer door. If you were listening, you you heard him. And we we kind of referenced it, but Daryl just kind of powered through and ignored him. 
So that was Larry Joe Taylor banging on the door of that Airstream to find his buddy Daryl Dodd. So that was kind of a cool moment. If you missed any part of Daryl's interview and you would like to hear it in its entirety, make sure you download that podcast wherever you get your podcast from. We usually have those podcasts uploaded and ready for your listening pleasure the Monday after they originally run. So check those out. While you're there, check out some other podcasts that we've done. We've done some fantastic interviews on the Defining Audacity radio show with Texas country music artists, with some pro athletes with just some people around the country who have interesting stories or a zeal for life. If this is your first time tuning into the Defining Audacity radio show, we inspire people to live on purpose. We want people to stop saying, I'll do it tomorrow. We want them to put their goals, dreams, and aspirations in the spotlight because we feel like that's exactly where they belong. We want people to live a bold, adventurous, and intentional life. And we use life lists or bucket lists to help people get to that point. And I think I mentioned during Daryl's interview, I don't care how people get to that point. We just use life lists or bucket lists to push them in that direction. I appreciate you tuning in tonight, wherever you might be. If you're listening online, you're probably listening to us on today's Texas country or real Texas radio. If you're listening to us in the greater Glenrose area, you're probably listening to us on 95.3 KOME, where country and rock come together. That's our home station in Glenrose, Texas. Again, wherever you might be, I appreciate you tuning in. We're here every week banging this drum, delivering a message of hope, and reminding people that we got one shot at this thing called life. And before we get out of here today, I want to tell you one more story from the Larry Joe Taylor Texas Country Music Festival. And this story is wild. A lot of people come on this show and they say, I don't have a life list or bucket list because I don't want it to handcuff me. I don't want it to lock me down. And I'm always quick to respond, that's not what a life list does. It actually, if anything, it creates opportunities for you. It opens up doors that you didn't even know were there. So anyway, I'm backstage at LJT this year, just minding my own business. I was kind of tired. It was late in the day. And Sam Riggs, a former guest on the Defining Audacity radio show, comes up to me. It's not like I waved him down. It's like, hey, Sam, what's going on? Nope. He walks straight up to me and he's like, hey, what are you doing tomorrow morning? I said, I don't know. I'll be on the air on KOME until nine and then I'll be out here. What's going on? He goes, do you want to go fly with me? And when Sam Riggs asks you backstage at LJT if you want to go fly with him, you say yes, because you don't get many opportunities that are that stinking cool. So I said, hell yeah. Now, I will tell you this. I was scared. My anxiety level immediately started to rise, but I couldn't say no. I could not say no to Sam Riggs to go fly around Erath County in his airplane. And what was cool about it is when Sam came in studio to do his initial interview, we talked about this. He was about to go get his pilot's license. It was something that was on his life list to do. He's passionate about this. So it made it made sense. I, I guess I shouldn't have been shocked that he asked me to go fly around him because we talk about it. Every time I see him, you know, we talk about that. So the next morning, Thursday morning, I met him up at Clark Field Municipal Airport in Stephenville, Texas. We got on his little two-seater airplane and and cruised around Erath County for only about 30 minutes, but it was unbelievable. I, I, w- I was scared. It had nothing to do with Sam being the pilot, or I was just apprehensive. I was just anxious. It was something different. But those feelings were not going to stop me from doing it. So I am so glad I did it. And what I enjoyed most about it was just the conversations that Sam and I had while we were flying around. We talked about, we talked about a lot of stuff. And that was cool, not having 85 other people trying to pull him in a different direction, just having him, just like we were when we were in studio. We were able to have a real conversation. I really, really enjoyed that. Now, the part of it I didn't like is I almost threw up. Towards the end of the flight, Sam asked me, he goes, how are you feeling over there? I guess I was turning a nice shade of white and or green. And I said, I'm, I'm, I'm about 85%. He goes, let me get you on the ground. Yeah, the first time, it's always a, it always does a number on your tummy, so... It was just a fantastic experience. It was so out of left field, and I think that's what I loved about it the most. It was just a cool, cool opportunity that I never thought I would get to experience in a million years. So, Sam Riggs, thank you so much. To my listeners, this is just another reminder that we need to stop saying no to things. Our default answer is no. Would you like to go to lunch? No. Would you like to go on a cruise next summer? No. Would you like cash back? No. Would you like to supersize that? No. We say no all the time. And it's okay to say no, especially to supersizing something. But when you're presented an opportunity, don't be afraid to say yes every once in a while. Because more often than not, we're closing the door to something potentially really, really cool. Not on the same level as flying around Erath County in Sam Riggs' airplane. But we're saying no to things 
that are cool in their own right. And just one more reminder for all my listeners, especially those that are apprehensive about making a life list or bucket list because it'll lock you down. When Sam approached me backstage at LJT about going flying with him, I did not have this response. Hold on, Sam. Let me get my life list out and see if it's on there. I didn't do that. It's not on there. Again, I never in a million years would have thought I would have gotten that opportunity. But because I had a life list, because I put my goals, dreams, and aspirations in the spotlight, and because I had had a conversation with Sam Riggs about that, I firmly believe that is what opened up that door, even though it wasn't on my life list. So if you're listening to my voice, you cannot use that excuse anymore that you're dragging your feet on making a life list because it quote unquote locks you down because it quote unquote handcuffs you. That is straight running BS. So I just wanted to share that with you really cool experience that I never ever would have expected. And definitely the cherry on the top of LJT 2017 for me. It was a fantastic festival, met a lot of people, talked to a lot of fantastic singer-songwriters, got some interviews done, set up some other interviews, took a friend and helped her mark that off her life list, go to LJT, and then I got to fly around in Sam Riggs' airplane. I would say it was a successful week. That's going to do it for this episode of the Defining Audacity radio show. Again, I appreciate you tuning in wherever you might be. One more huge thanks to Filthy on the Brazos, our sponsor for this episode of the Defining Audacity radio show. That's Phil Hamilton's big summer festival outside of Millsap, Texas, on the Brazos River. I encourage you to go to Facebook, type in Filthy on the Brazos, and that is Filthy P-H, not F, Filthy P-H on the Brazos. Find out all the details July 14th and 15th. Fantastic lineup with Phil, Wandering Daisy, Daryl Dodd, Blake Burrow, Sarah Hobbs, and those are just the ones I can remember off the top of my head. So check that out for sure. We're going to close things down today with one more tune from Mr. Daryl Dodd. This is the song that he did on his album, Long Hard Ride, and I encourage you to check that out for sure because it's awesome. This is the song he did with Radney Foster. That's how I got to Memphis. He referenced it during our conversation. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be intentional this week. Start living on purpose. This is the Defining Audacity Radio Show. See ya. If you love somebody enough, you'll follow wherever they go. That's how I got to Memphis. That's how I got to Memphis. If you love somebody enough, then you'll go where your heart wants to go. That's how I got to Memphis. That's how I got to Memphis. I know if you've seen her, you tell me, cause you are my friend. And I gotta find her and find out trouble she's in If you tell me she's not here Then I'll just follow the trail of her tears That's how I got to Memphis Oh, that's how I got to Memphis Someday, that's how I got to Memphis. That's how I got to Memphis. Well, I haven't eaten a bite, slept for three days and nights. That's how I got to Memphis. Yeah, that's how I got to Memphis. Well, I've got to find her and tell her that I love her so. And I'll never rest till I find out why she had to go. So thank you for your precious time. Forgive me if I start to cry. That's how I got to Memphis. Lord, that's how I got to Memphis Yeah, that's how I got to Memphis
Listening to the Defining Audacity Radio Show. Every week, we inspire people to live a bold, adventurous, and intentional life using life lists or bucket lists to accomplish that goal. We want you to live on purpose. Join us next week on the Defining Audacity Radio Show. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.